Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Alistair, um, I know if I say this, mm-hmm. you're going to be distracted the whole podcast, yeah. okay? But anyway, I'm just letting you know that up top, that later on I've got a bit of a scoop about how you can get a special offer worth $13, okay? Wow. From uh, It's from a shaving company, okay? And their name, it, it rhymes with Harry Shavers. Yeah. But I don't want to give any more away because I know that you're somebody who's distracted by the opposite of suspense. Um, yeah. You know, like a lot of people, if they've got something hanging over them mm-hmm. that they don't know the answer to, yeah. um, that, 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 you know, eats away at their brain, right? Yeah. But you're, you're, you're the opposite. Absolutely. Right? I can't know anything in full. Yeah. Because it'll eat away at me. It'll eat away at you. All mm-hmm. Spoilers? Yeah. Man. They eat away at you. Yeah, so... And so does watching a movie in full. Absolutely. I have to always pull out... Is this a, is this a good riff? It's a great riff. <laughs> is, this what's a good, is this what constitutes good conversation? Yeah. Are we going into the po- podcast now? Oh, it's Harry's Razors. Harry's Shavers. Harry's... They're the... Should we start again? No, then? no, no, no. This is good. Okay. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the podcast where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm, I'm really Andy. Yeah, and I'm really Alistair. George yeah. William Trombley Birchall, thank yeah. you very much for listening. And for being you, uh, you know, no one can be you better than you unless cloning begins and then you could meet somebody who's better at being you than you. I think uh, a good way to get ahead of that, Mm -hmm. right, is to start naming your kids. Like instead of calling them Andy Matthews, you'd call them real Andy Matthews. Like on Twitter, how we can tell if somebody's account is really the real account if they've got the word real. In yeah. front of their or account. give your kid a blue tick. Give there you go. T- tattoo your kid. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if um, the the Department of Birth Births, Deaths, and Marriages. Mm-hmm. Fuck, that must be a roller coaster working there. Oh man, <laughs> I don't even know like like how how we truly identify people. Yeah, like because it's so you know, sure. DNA. You look at a photo. You look at the person. Any any person can look like any photo. Oh, absolutely. Pretty much. That was that was in Gattaca, like when they made uh, what was it? Uh, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke looked like Jude Law. I was like, that's amazing. They just take the photo from a certain angle. Wow. Yeah. It was uncanny. Yeah. Right. So wait, they they made Jude Law look like Ethan Hawke. They made him look like a photo of. No, no. They made Ethan Hawke look like a photo of Jude Law. That's good. It's it was so good. That was one of the many good things about that movie. The yeah. fact that he was always scraping off his DNA, you know, scraping off those dead oh, skin scraping cells. Scraping off that little vacuum cleaner he used for his uh his keyboard to get the 
get all the skin cells out of there. Oh, yeah. Anything to do with skin cells was great in that movie. <laughs> and then the fact that it was like it's exactly the right kind of movie to get to, to become part of like the year year 11 English curriculum. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. You've got to get that market. Yeah, because that's, that's, those are fun movies or else before that you're just reading Shakespeare. Yeah. You yeah. want something that's a bit action, yeah. a bit sci-fi. Yeah. And issues. There's some issues in there, some, yeah. but they're not too deep. Exactly. Right? A bit of philosophy. Yeah, a little bit of philosophy, but like you can understand it mm. if you're a year 11 kid. Can you make sci-fi with no philosophy in it whatsoever? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so like... It's sci-fi without the philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a market for that. I mean... Is, it doesn't raise any questions about where, headed, where we are headed as a species. Is the Bourne identity that kind of thing? Like with the whole Bourne franchise where you can essentially wipe out somebody, wipe someone's memory... Right. And and sort of make them a super spy. Kind Hang on. Of? This is raising a lot of questions for me. No. I don't like it. No? Is it wait, wait. The only question that a movie should raise is, am I currently watching this movie? And the answer should clearly be yes. Yeah. If, if there's too many long black screens. Exactly. <laughs> Those fade outs. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was confronting all sorts of existential issues during the, during the transitions, and I didn't like it. You know, with... You know, movies, you get credits at the end. Yes. Right? But many people work on everything, mm. but they don't get credited. Okay. So, like, what is it with films that everybody gets to have their name seen at the end? Yep. Right? But what with cars, you never see the names of any of the people that worked on it. <laughs> what about this? The credit sequence at the end of a movie, mm. right? But instead of credits, it's just an explanation of what happened in case you were confused. Like it clarifies. If you're going to have text on screen, mm. use it to explain the plot. Anyway, what were you thinking about while I was talking? Well, I was still thinking about my idea. <laughs> yeah, great. You yeah. go. <laughs> Which was like, let's say in a car, you lift the boot and inside the boot is just got all the names of the people who worked on it. Okay, that's, that's, that's not bad. You could you like, still have would... somebody who would be involved in casting? The, the die casting of the, uh, the aluminium manifold cover, absolutely. That's right, that's right. <laughs> You'd probably have a best boy, just like on a purely, I mean, it'd be subjective. Best boy? <laughs> yeah, that, best boy, that's is... a role on, the, on, on a film set. Really? Have you never seen best boy in never the credits? Never seen best have boy. Have you not sat through a single credit of a <laughs> single film? Andy, I don't value my time in the way that you do. Oh, I value it. Yeah. And, to, and, and the way that I show that I value it mm. is by throwing it away like it's nothing. I would put the credits for a car on the mud flap, surely. Well, Not that many in, cars in, have mud Inside flaps, of the boot, in that part that's often just whole, it's like they didn't even finish it. Right. You know, there's that Yeah, 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 you're right. There's, you know, there's, there's parts where, there's parts in the back of the car there where they've, They've, they've sort of said just good enough. Yeah. There's lots of holes that look inside the, the, the metal. Mm. What about just a bunch of extruded tin? Okay. Yeah, that'll be fine. Mm. Kind of quite sharp edges. Yeah. Don't even finish the spray painting. Yeah, there's a lot of that <laughs> kind of stuff. All in there where the, where the spare wheel is. Yeah. I mean, that is... Just I mean, a bunch of lumpy, lumpy bumps and... It's like it's like if the you know if Nabokov mm. when he wrote his novels mm, Nabokov yeah, yeah. Oh, I know I'm gonna get this reference Lolita you know he wrote Lolita oh yeah uh, Vladimir I believe 
maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Lolita Vladimir. If, Remember the, it well. If in the last few pages they were just sort of like early drafts. Yeah. You know, just in the back there like that. He goes, oh, then, you, don't, you don't need you to know, finish it here. Well, forget yeah. it. Um, to be honest, though, if mm. you were to do that in a novel, you would leave the bad bits right in the middle, I reckon. Like yeah. not at the very end. Because yeah. sometimes people will flip to the back and read that if they so, want to know how it ends. It's probably, yeah, there'd be, you could be able to calculate where people sort of start to tune out and then you can just pad that out. So is, is, is where the spare tire is in a car the middle of the novel of the car? Of the, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, any of this a sketch idea? Well, the idea of credits being on something else yeah, other than... Yeah, okay, that's a thing. But I don't... Credits on a car? But, you know, it doesn't have to be on a car. It could be on a pen. Mm. could be... A pen, yeah. Could be on a... That's tricky. You have to make the pen a lot bigger. What about everybody's back is all credits for all the people who were involved in the making of you? Yes. I mean, essentially, that's what your DNA is. It is. It is. It's a credit sequence. (laughs) Yeah. DNA sequence. Yeah, and when we we sequenced the human genome, Mm. that was the first time anybody had read the credits. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who the best boy is. Anyway. <laughs> Probably um, your dad or you? Well, if human, if it, is, if it truly is the ascent of man yeah. and we are, you know, evolving upwards, mm. then yes. But, me. But, w- but would you be in your own credits? I don't think that's possible. Well. They don't, they don't put in the credits, oh, and Gattaca. Gattaca worked on this film. That's funny that we should come back to this because Gattaca... Mm is made from the letters that are in the human nucleotide of our DNA, the G-A-T-T-A-C-A. Yeah, right. Uh, those are all different um, nucleotides on the DNA. Nucleotides. Nucleotides. Anyway. Yeah. Um, um, look, this I think credit seem... sequence for something else is good. Mm-hmm. I think possibly maybe a meal would be interesting yeah. because that – still has the element of you have to sit through it. Or walk perhaps, out on it. Or walk out on it, yeah. So be a good way a, for, like, for, for restaurants to kind of you know, c- clear up tables, clear out mm, tables. Yeah. They start getting you to watch the credits and you're like... Uh, but then maybe they bring out, sometimes they bring out a little hors d'oeuvre during the credits, so a lot of people sit around to taste the hors d'oeuvre. Mm, like a, a or post, an appetizer like for a post- another movie, like an entree. For another meal. Oh, so like bef- before the meal or after the meal? After the meal, there's an entree for another meal, which makes you want to have the other meal. Yeah. Or another another smorgasbord, another banquet. I mean, this feels like a YouTube video. Yeah. What, what if... It, exactly. What if dining was more like going to the movies? Mm. But then mm. you would have to... I think you would have to put the the... The appetizers for other meals at the beginning. Do you think everyone would stand up and applaud when they brought out the chips? It's like an old favourite that, that you're just happy to see has made it into the meal. Sort of like Kramer. Yeah. It's like the Kramer. <laughs> and Kramer is sort of the... Uh, the chips. Is, is the chips the of, of, the, of the combo. <laughs> uh, obviously, Jerry's the burger. Oh. Elaine would be the drink. Yeah, I think the milkshake. And But George is important, but I don't have anything good for him right now. So he's yeah. out. Is he the ice cream? <laughs> I guess he would be like... He's sort of a... Um, this meal has an ice cream and a milkshake? Uh, did I say milkshake? I said milkshake. Yeah, you well, weren't I, listening. I meant just Coke, like a yeah, Cokey okay. drink. 
That's, that's, I, think that's I mean, George is the dessert because he's what you're really looking forward to. Oh, but I didn't enjoy George. I think a lot of people don't enjoy George for quite a long time. And a lot of people don't enjoy dessert. No, really? I think so. Well, there's got to be some people. People <laughs> with mean, sensitive that's, that's, teeth. That's the stupid thing, right? That's the stupid thing, Alistair. There's so many people that you can that you can say dumb stuff like you just said and then you can say, well, there's got to be some people. Because there's so many people, there's billions of people that you can say, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, a lot of, lot of people don't um, wear shoes. And you're right, just because there's so many people that there's bound to be a bunch of people who don't wear shoes. Okay, yeah, Andy, what you're finding out is that there's just more points of view than, than just yours. Yeah, and I'm not happy about it. Yeah, I know. But... And I don't, I'm not interested in minorities. Mm. Really? Yeah. Well, that's crazy. It's um, crazy to say that. <laughs> out loud on a podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, even as a joke, it's <laughs> even as a joke in this but day and age, it's no, just something on. that people will clip. <laughs> well, but, but Alistair, come on. Firstly, no yeah. one cares about me, so no one's going to clip it. Yeah. Secondly, the referring to minorities <laughs> yeah. is, is such a – if I just say the word minorities, yeah. I'm covering all minorities – Every right. single one. That adds up to a majority. Even maybe... The ma- if you... The <laughs> I mean, look, even the minorities that you're a part of, people who hate minorities, Yeah, exactly. Example, All right. Um, I reckon everybody's part of a mon- minority, and minorities are... The majority. The majority. And that's why we're really oppressed by them. <laughs> we're the real oppressed ones. If dining was more like Cinema. Cinema. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, geez, I can just see that text, half of it above a square Facebook video, mm. half of it below. We'll, we'll, we'll sell it to College Humor. College Humor. This is exactly, around? eh? Are they still around? I think so. Probably, right? I don't know. Like, where, what, what are they? I wonder what their business model is. Uh, I think a lot of them, a lot of business models like those kind of companies got ruined a little bit by Facebook. Because yeah, then the traffic wasn't going to their websites. Mm, which is where they sell the advertising. Yeah. Um, I think what that, that one happened with, what's the Kraken? Cracked? Cracked. cracked. I think crack got fucked. Really? By, by Facebook. Um, is there something, Alistair, in like the accounts department or whatever, or just, the, just some really uh, office-like mm boring employment type role in a corporation or in a company like, for example, I imagine the jackass guys have got. Yeah. Right? So jackass makes the jackass movies. But ultimately at some point they're a company and they almost certainly have an accountant or whatever. Yeah. And what's it like to be that person in that organisation? Sort of just having to... Have a conversation about we're going to need a sort of like a, a butt wound doctor. Yeah, yeah. Or you know a porta potty. Yeah. You know uh, I need ten thousand dildos. Yeah, for like a you know for like a like a I don't know some kind of dildo matador suit that you're yeah. making because you're fighting a bull. <laughs> just as a Spanish dildo. Yeah. Wearing guy. Yeah. No, oh, you got a suit. That's covered in buttholes and vaginas. Oh yeah, and, the, and then you and put, then you put, put dildos on the horns of, of the bull. Yeah, and and then the bull's got to penetrate your buttholes. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I mean, yeah, I, it, but if talking not about that in a really serious way in a in a business <laughs> meeting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, like they me... got to go to the bank, or like are they having a meeting with the bank or something, or. But the, but I want to like you you want to really drill down into the the finances of it, like of how can you justify why this many dildos? Like if someone was worried, maybe that there was within the corporation money was going astray mm. so they had an audit and they had to justify all of those types of expenses is that a is that a is that a uh yeah i think like i think even just being present for some of the idea stuff it, but i guess no i think that that does make sense that there is something funny there where where i mean jackass is is not exactly in the zeitgeist now. Yeah, all right, all right. But there are, there are. I'm sure if I tried the Dudesons, the Dudesons. I mean, they're probably not in the zeitgeist. They're not in the zeitgeist. Yeah, there's that uh, Japanese group that where the one guy sucks shit out of the ass of a rat. <sighs> wow, <laughs> that is. These groups have really yeah. It's shit's escalated, hasn't it? Like it must be so hard. Well, this was at least ten years ago, so shit's escalated, and then I guess so. They uh, were sucking shit out of the ass of a rat. Yeah, ten years ago. Yeah. So we don't even know what they're doing now. We, the stuff is so bad it can't it can't even be broadcast anymore. <laughs> Can you just suck shit out of the ass of a rat? Like, well, he was making it seem like. Look, I don't think I ever watched it in full, but I. That's what I heard was And happening. this was a group? Yeah, I think it was a Japanese group of some sort, you know? Yeah. I mean, one of them, that was his special powers. They're kind of like the Ninja Turtles, I guess, of, but of, like, you know, disgusting pranks. And things like that, like them or the Dudesons or, like, Jackass. They throw darts at each other and they land into mm. each other's bodies and, mm. and that's fun. <laughs> Steve-O, you know, cuts himself or whatever. Or, yeah. You know, jumps and hits his head. Is there... Is there a comedy be, to be had from the more, like, what those guys, how their career can evolve as they become older? Like, a lot of artists, mm. and they are artists. Absolutely. As their careers progress, come up with, you know, they have to keep innovating or a lot of the time maybe they go back and revisit their early work in some form or they, like, like, Bob Dylan, mm. um, and I, I don't think I'm the first person to mention in the same breath. Um, Bob Dylan and Johnny Knoxville. Exactly. Uh, they, you know, he, he spends a lot of time now revisiting this, the music that inspired him and doing covers and versions of, you know, Frank Sinatra and then like old, much older folk standards as well, mm-hmm. right? So where does Steve-O, bam, is Bam, still, is Bam the one that died? No. I can't remember. I'm sorry. Right. I, think, well, I think maybe a couple of them are dead now. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> um, did, we, we, did Wee Man die or, or, or Big Guy? The Big Fat Guy? I can't remember. Yeah. It's not well, anyway, rest in peace, all, the lot of them. All the jackasses. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, just, just that latest I, I look. I think career. so. I think if we were to just to transpose the idea of a jackass performing artist, Mm. even if you were to look at them as a group and Mm. and they matured together and you transpose them onto Bob Dylan's career. Yes. Okay. So so then 
at some point they go into their Christian phase. Yeah, They're right. really... <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, but that would work. They'd be great at all that Passion of the Christ stuff and they're getting whipped and that sort of thing. Whipped and, and you know, having people throw them to the ground and yeah, get demons humiliated taken out of them. And sort yeah. of thing. But, like, the and, and their original fans would be alienated by it. Mm. But they would find a whole new group of fans who were, like, really would respect their way in which they were willing to throw themselves into that, yeah. you know. And, and you know... And then also they get tipped upside down in a porta potty. Exactly. Full of shit. Yeah. So I think that's I think that's nice. And if it's not, if it isn't this idea to simplify it, we could just do a jackass type group that is a cr- Christian group. Yes. Because that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Punched in the nuts for Christ. Yeah. So. <laughs> so like, where what what is a prank group that is like you know an extreme prank group, but. A Christian prank group. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like I saw a, I saw a, an episode of um, uh, Jackass in which I believe he stapled his balls to his leg. Oh my god! I mean, and what is that if not like a reference to the crucifixion? That's right. And um, what's the thing where you don't have sex? Uh, chastity. Chastity. It feels like it's an it's a sort of a mm. a makeshift chastity belt. <laughs> the idea that you can't pull pull your bag away from your leg mm. would suggest that you you probably can't go using the the top part, and it's yep. an anti masturbation device and kind of things like that. Yeah. Can we can we can we put audit of the jackass jackass expenses or as as a separate sketch or will you um, not, will you not will you brook no no separation of our um, – and I keep saying jackass yeah. because I'm very current. Um, but, you know, obviously we make up our own group and obviously we do it in such a way that it doesn't feel like the sure. kind of reference that I'm pretty sure I saw the chaser do in like 2001. What was it? They had a thing called lame-ass. It was the first thing when they did CNN and N. Yeah. Uh, Chaz – had little sketches inside it called Lame Ass where he just did lame stunts. And there we go. Hi, I'm Chaz from Lame Ass and uh, today I'm getting hit in the head with a the basketball. Basketball. Yeah. That was it. But a lot funnier, Al. And it was even more funny because it was in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Oh, see, do you think that if you had a time machine right, would you use it to go back and just just be part of the zeitgeist? If you, could have a ti- if you had a time machine. If you had a time machine, because a lot of people say they'd go back and, like, you know, invest in Google mm. in 1996, yeah. right? But also you could, you could go, go back to 2000. To 2000 and be the first person to bring back the trucker hat. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're not just investing in because money's not important, right? But mm. looking cool is very important. Absolutely, yeah. And that could lead to money. You know, you could get some kind of deal, or you know, you're at the forefront. Maybe you, maybe you could at some point get paid to make appearances at, yeah. at nightclubs. Yeah, so this, like this would become money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything can become money. Just being so ahead of your time and trends. Um. Although the problem is, do you actually want to be ahead of your time? 
Because I reckon whoever the first person is, mm. they probably still cop some shit, right? I, I know, but if you knew, like, you know, if you knew exactly what trends, let's say Estee Lauder was going to... Is Estee Lauder fashion or are they uh, makeup? makeup? Okay. If you knew what trends, you know, Calvin Klein, hey, good Tommy one. Hilfiger, <laughs> yes. and your, uh, you know, your, your Polo, Donna... Ralph Lauren. Your Donatella Versace's were, yeah. were planning, you know... What if you started wearing essentially their spring collection? Great. You know, sort of late winter. What a power play. <laughs> you get go to the future, you get their spring collection, you wear it to their, to their runway show. Yeah. And you go, ooh. I mean, look, but if you were wearing it to the, I mean, that's, look, I think that's great. But then there's a chance that they'll like, people will be like, oh, he probably just works here. They probably just give them out to people who work here before the show. Well, they thought they could. They could think that you're a model, you know. <laughs> oh, thank you, well, Alistair. You know, no, but you know they're always looking for weird looks and things like that. You know, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> you know they're going. Oh, we need a guy who looks like he teaches woodwork. I mean, that could be the look that they go for. <laughs> I know, Andy. You'll only look like a guy who teaches woodwork in about twenty-five years. That's because that'll be my dad, and he taught woodwork, right? Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) I I just, Andy, it doesn't matter. I didn't have that in my mind when I said that. No offense taken. (laughs) Um, Um, I've I've written down the audit thing. Yeah, okay, great. Can we put in time machine to be ahead of trends? Okay, yeah. Um. Like, like it is going to be a competition to to be to define what time time travel is for, you know, and to be the first person to use, you know, because 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 mm. it's all about framing, you know, and the yeah. way people see time travel will be defined by the first few things that we do with time travel. Yeah, and. You know, maybe this is, isn't so bad. doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. I wonder if the person... I think if, if somebody goes back in time, you would want them to still continue to be able to communicate with the present time, wouldn't you? Mm, interesting. Why? <laughs> well, kind of like sending somebody to the moon, right? If you're yeah. sending somebody back in time, you want somebody to be able to report right. in real time to tell you uh, what's happening, whether anything is affected their body in some negative mm-hmm. way because mm-hmm. um, we don't know whether t- sending something back in time will keep them in this dimension or yeah. send them to another dimension. Yeah. What kind of time travel is it? Is, we don't know if we can breathe the air in the past. If you go back in time, right, if you were to take a time machine now yes. and go back in time 100 years, mm-hmm. the solar system would not be in the same place. That is a real issue. So, I mean, how accurately you have to also move us in space to back where the thing is, and how have you traced the movement of... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The solar system to get back there. Be great if we found out that all planets mm. had a MAC address. Because at the moment I feel like they have ISPs and they're not fixed ISPs, right? Oh, man. No, not, not ISPs. What's that number? IP numbers. IP numbers. We have, yeah. they have, at the moment they have IP numbers, but they're not fixed IP numbers. Oh, man, this is a, I'm having trouble following this one. Oh, right me here. too. Don't worry, Al. So, <laughs> I'm as lost as you are. All right. Well, you have to start telling me what a MAC address is. The MAC address yeah. is the one that refers to the individual device. Okay. Right? So I believe that your phone will have a MAC address and whatever network and wherever you take that phone, it, it, mm. it, it defines that individual device. Yeah. But the IP address is to do with the connection point that you have to the internet. So yeah. that can change and be updated um, yeah. over time almost randomly. And I think that's what it's like with the planets moving mm. through the universe. Sure. They're always in a different location. And to refer to them, there's no fixed point. But if there was a MAC address for each planet mm-hmm. that we could then fix our time travel unit to so that you always transport to that physical location sure. on the planet but not the uh, so so it's but within the data would be all the information of it up into this point yeah and so like yeah. where it's position and it's time and where it's direction and yeah, all that yeah. stuff all that important stuff sounds like a bit of a blockchain kind of a thing oh probably maybe we could, could be use a blockchain. blockchain i don't really I know blockchain i don't know andy yeah, I, don't know. Right. I don't really know how that would work but um what i was thinking while you were talking oh, okay <laughs> Um, was yes. was about how um, what we need is a modern. It's, it's sort of similar, but what we need is sort of like a modern day version of the watchman. You know, like the watchtowerman. Yes. Right? Okay. Interesting. So somebody like it's a it's essentially like a like one of these one of these space telescopes. Yeah. Right. But you put it up there, and it's always looking in all directions. Yeah. Okay. Great. Right? And it's just keeping track of everything. And, and it's in a fixed location. Well, it's just up in space ab- above us somewhere. Yeah. And it's looking in all directions. Yeah. Right? So obviously, the, you know, there's going to be some things that are blocking its vision. Yep. We could have more than one. Okay. So they can see around stuff. Potentially. Yeah. You know, again, it's not going to be flawless, but it's, it'll just track. It's great that you're, you're, admit, you're look, willing to admit that up front. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people with these big schemes... They don't. They're, they're not. Mm. They're perfectionists, or they're obsessives. They they ignore know? the idea that things have limits. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You say it's not going to be perfect. My universe-wide location locating system. Mm. Sure, it'll have its teething issues. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. But we just need something that can look. Yes. Twenty-four hours a day. Yes. Right. And. And it can label things. Yep. It can can go, all right, that's that planet. No, that's that star. It can recognize them all. It can recognize them all, but it probably doesn't need to re-recognize them because it, once it sees it, it'll keep tracking it. <laughs> and all the other ones will. I mean, obviously, if a planet moves in the way or whatever, it, you know, it won't yeah. just go like, what the hell's happened? All right. Yep. It just needs to be smart enough to just keep an eye on everything. Yep. Right? And then anytime <laughs> something moves... Yep. They'll be like, what's that? And then it'll start figuring it out. Yep. Right? That's all. And, and so that'll be what tells us where to go when we travel through time. Potentially. I mean, I think it'll just be a good thing to have. 
You're right. I mean, like, you know, the, the time travel aspect of it, I'm having trouble with at the moment to, to reconnecting it back to that. <laughs> I was just telling you what I was thinking about while you were talking about Mac addresses. Oh, okay. No, that's great. Something to keep track of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think we would learn a lot if, some, if we were, rather than, like, looking in one spot for a little bit. Which seems to be what the scientists are doing what at the, the moment, scientists which is crazy. It's crazy, yeah. We just have one thing... Or many things that are looking all the time at everything. Honey, have you seen my keys? No, I've been staring at the space between the fridge and the microwave for the last six months. Mm. It's not helping anyone. Exactly. That's, that's, uh, that's from our popular series, Things Only People Who Live With Deep Space Astronomers Experience. Understand. Understand. Yeah. Is that, is that another series of videos <laughs> for college yeah, humor? Yeah, that's another college humor one. Things. Are you writing this down? Things. Man, once again, the the bar for getting on this show. I never understand it. That things you know? that people who live. I feel like I'm possibly in the best position to understand what it takes to get a sketch up deep, on two in the think tank. And I don't what? get it. So if anyone in the audience knows. Man. With deep space astronomers? Deep space astronomers. Don't even know if that's a real profession. It's got to be. Deep space astronomers? Not those near space astronomers. Yuck. Well, I just think, look, I just think this, this fits a format of like, you know, things, things people from Sydney say. Mm. Shit people from Sydney say. Mm. Mm. It fits that, but it also has the absurdity of it, of like making fun of those things. It does, it's true. Whilst also still being something that we can have some fun with imagining the kinds of things that deep space astronomers do just around the house. Great. Eh? Probably stuff that's very similar to you and me. Yeah, but, you know, maybe maybe <laughs> they use the, you know, they got the, you know, when they're finished with the toilet roll. Yeah. They put it to their eye for a bit and then they just <laughs> spend the time looking at the wall and, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're idiots. Well, what... You see, what, what you're confusing with idiocy is, yeah. is uh, it's the uh, idiosyncrasies of their job uh, that are translated into their oh, everyday life that doesn't seem to quite make as much sense in their everyday life. What about, so job. you give them a party pie and you say to them, can you pop this in the microwave, mm-hmm. right? And they say to you, well... Actually, at the moment, we're all currently bathed in the cosmic background microwave radiation mm. of the Big Bang. Yeah. So it's in the microwave exactly. right now. If any microwave is going to be the microwave, it's definitely... It should be that one. This one seems to be a take top tier. This is just a microwave. Yeah. <laughs> Can you pop this in a microwave? This is, in fact, a dirty microwave. Dirty microwave. Andy, is that five sketch ideas? That is, but we have to. We have. <gasps> we have to. Um, we have to do. We've got some three words. We've got from, words. From yeah, we've friend, got words from a from a friend. A friend. Well, we've never met our friend here, but he's a listener. But I hold them as close to my bosom as I do. I want to say, uh, people who Nipple were in clip? my drama class in year twelve. Did you hold them to your bosom? Because that's kind of a thing people do in drama where they, oh, yeah. we somebody rests, rests in your chest and pretends to be sad. Yep. Um, the you know words what's re- are... You know yeah. what's kind of nice, though, is hugging somebody while they're crying? I've never done it. 
No? No. So no. when somebody cries, somebody who you care about. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you I, just I'm kinda... well aware of this, yeah. surrounded by this. Yeah. And so do you just let them, you just get, leave them to sort of, I guess I'll let you work that out? Yeah. Like I'll, that? Oh, I'll leave you alone. You probably want your privacy, yeah. I say. Rather than my emotional support. To my 16-month-old child. Yeah. Well, this must be embarrassing for you. I don't want you to feel a fool. Feel like you're being watched. Yeah, especially uh, in front of someone that you look up to, me. And and who really understands how embarrassing crying is. Mm. All right, our three words come from Shane Trawartha. Yes, I know Shane Trawartha. Yeah, big fan. Interact with him on, on Twitter sometimes. Great. Legend. Yeah, absolute dead set. Dead set, stone cold. Stone cold, ledger, right? And his three words are <clears throat> parallelogram. Yes. Specificity. <laughs> shunt. <laughs> oh, see. This is this is great. If anything, this yeah. is the most brutal of all the three-word donations that we've had so far. I mean, and and all the donations are brutal in their own way. It feels, um. but this has gone to the very core of me. Okay, yeah. well, shunt. I'm immediately thinking Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh yeah, shunting trucks. Shunting trucks and hauling freight. Hauling freight. So is, is that the only way? Pl- they're place two, in which they're four, they're six, they're right. eight. Yeah, shunting trucks and hauling freight. Red and green and brown and blue. They're a really useful crew. Yeah, all with different roles to play round Tidmouth Shed so far away. And far away, something like that? Round the hills and down the bend. No, wait. Down the hills and round the ah. bend. <laughs> Thomas and his friends. That's inaccurate, though, because they... Trains generally do go round hills rather than down hills. Mm, but occasionally there are some tracks. I mean, I've, I remember a story where they do ask Gordon, because it's snowing, to go around the hill. Yeah. Uh, but he, he says, I, this hill's not too hard for me. And then so they have two to... alternate tracks. One for the reckless mm. trains. You yeah. go straight up the hill. Yeah. Well, I, it's it's only reckless when it's slippery. It oh, could I save see. time yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's good weather. Oh, there's a real lesson in that. Mm. I yeah. don't know if you realise. They I, might not have realised at the time. Yeah, when they... I don't know if they were tr- thinking of putting a moral in there when somebody was acting, uh, acting the fool. Yeah. Anyway. So shunting. Is there any other context in which you can shunt? I believe you put shunts in uh, when you're doing like some sort of heart surgery. You might put a shunt in. Right. Um, yeah, like yeah. a stent. Is it oh, like a maybe stent? I'm thinking of a stent. Yeah, I think right. it might also be a shunt. Really? Yeah. Anyway, um, right in. But shunting is kind of ramming. Is hey, that right, Alistair? I just want to stop you there. Yeah. Because it's just occurred to me, I got to talk about Harry's shavers. Oh yeah. Harry's shavers are, Alistair. I am about to go home and shave. Yeah, absolutely. And you could use it. Well, I, I've, I've done the first level because I had quite a beard for a while. Yeah, right. And I, um, I, uh, I, I, uh, it got a bit, um, a bit un- unbearable mm-hmm. in my relationship. Right. Oh, things are starting to break down. Well, when you're kissing someone and when you have a beard, yeah, in a way you're mostly kissing your own beard. 
I think that you probably mm. don't realise. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had enough of a beard to do this, but once it gets to the point where it's over your lips, yeah. you're kissing your own beard. So it's kind of it kind of shields you from the world. Yeah. 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 In so many ways. And and now I'm fully exposed. I've, I, I did that shave with the, the machine to get the edges off, but I'd run out of uh, Harry's shaver cream. Yeah, right. Just got some more. And so I'm going to go home and I'm going to do that shave and I'm going to have such a bloody good time. Right. And, because and I love that cream. So are you saying that Harry's shavers allow you to reconnect with the world? And, and That's right. They take down, they tear down barriers. They tear down barriers. Every time I'm about to do this, mm-hmm. I say to myself in the mirror, Mr. Gorbachev, shave off this beard. You know, I, I've heard many people say that Nietzsche's mustache was a mask that he wore to hide from the world. Because you don't, you don't see Nietzsche when you see the mustache. All you see is the mustache. That's right. Yes. I, uh, I've read several, I've bought several books that, that uh, turned out, that, that were just by the mustache. Because I thought, wow. you know, because after, obviously, Nietzsche died, mm. um, the moustache knew it was onto a good thing and it continued to it lived on. churn out the popular Nietzsche series yeah. of books. But obviously Nietzsche himself was the man behind it and he, he did all the interesting stuff. And when the moustache tried to strike out on its own, it just wasn't. Uh, well, I think it did a kind of like a speaking tour. It did a speaking tour, And uh, yes. it kind of, I think it was actually the moustache that passed on its information to the Nazis. That's right. Um, and, uh, mis- you know, caused Well, the it misinterpret- passed it on to um, Hitler's moustache. To Hitler's moustache, yeah. obviously. Because moustaches, only moustaches speak moustache. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They understand human. Yes. Which is what I call English. Um, and, and what people don't know is that it was actually Hitler's moustache that was doing all the speeches. Wow. Yeah. Uh, it would jump up and down, making his mouth move, and and it, and it would. Sh- and so that's why you should get Harry's shavers to shave off those evil, dictator-like, poor philosopher. You just realise that you're like you're deep into talking about Hitler, and you're you're supposed to be doing Harry's shavers. Then I know, but the, but I mean, I'm not sure how far they'd want us to go into that. Well, I mean, what we're saying is that. Facial hair is can be evil. Yes. And so when you reconnect with the world by removing that hair. Tearing down that wall. Tearing down that wall. Removing that sort of fur consciousness that is mm-hmm. laying on your face mm-hmm. that is whispering things into your mouth. And tearing families apart. Tearing families apart. That's why you need Harry's shavers. $13 worth. Special offer, right, for mm. our listeners. $13 worth of free shaving Gear. Holy moly. You get yourself a nice weighted handle. You get yourself a beautiful five-blade five razor, including mm-hmm. a little blade that uh, you can turn around the other way. Use it to get under your nostrils. Is that, so include, good. Is that included in that's the five included. blades? They throw that in. No, that's an extra blade. Wow. I think it's really six. And uh, you get the shaving cream, which I love, and you get a little mm. travel case. I, I, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Harry's, you've got to make a version of that shaving cream that I can eat because I will eat it. Absolutely. Yeah. A full cream pie. Yeah. Gel cream pie. Yes. Mm, scented. That, that I can plunge my face into like in a cartoon, mm-hmm. eat some, withdraw my face, and then shave using the cream that's stuck to my uh, frontal region. Absolutely. Cream pie that your face gets stuck into, and rather than it being humiliating like in a Three Stooges sketch, yes. it is people uh, look at you uh, longingly at how good a meal you must be having. Exactly. Yeah. 
uh, harrys.com forward slash think tank to get that special $13 worth of free shaving gear offer. Mm. Sorry about all the Hitler stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, where were we? We were talking about shunting. Shunting. shunting, uh, And what are our other two words? Parallelogram. Yeah. And specificity. Now, this is my problem with parallelogram. Mm -hmm. The word parallel in general. I never know where the L's go. Yeah, I think it's the, it's double L then L. Double two L's then one L. Yeah, I think so. Right. Well, now I know. All right. I'll always remember it from now on. Then. Oh wait. Yeah. Parallel. 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 Ah. Uh, so the L. Parallel. L. Lel. Lelogram. Parallel. Lelogram. Is that how it's pronounced? Et. Loud. Um. And specificity. So now, is a parallelogram just a... a it's a four-sided a, shape. But it's a rectangle kind of on its, on its side. That's right, yes. So both, both angles are... Uh, both sets of lines uh, are parallel to each other? Yes. Uh, how is a rectangle a parallelogram? Yes, it is. Okay. In fact, it is a specific type of parallelogram, hence the specificity. Yeah, right. And really, uh, if you think about it, uh, hauling trucks, shunting trucks, shunting trucks, and hauling freight trucks are really just an example of a, a rectangle, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. So uh, a parallelogram specificity shunt is is a very direct reference to Thomas the Tank Engine. Right, because these are these are kind of angry trucks mm. uh, in Thomas. Yeah, they're sort of the grumpy. They're the why well, as they're always being bashed around. They're always being bumped into. Yeah. I mean, it's like one of those, I mean, look, I don't want to, you know, obviously I'm, we, we just use this as a launching pad, but, you know, you hear of people who've had chronic pain all their lives and then they, they get a knee replacement and suddenly they're not these grumpy people that, they, that you've always known them to be because it's their, it's the, their horrible... Uh, they had a bad knee. They had a bad knee this whole time. <laughs> right? An evil knee. It was the evil knee that was a part of them, sort of like a moustache, let's say, that's whispering <laughs> evil into your... Well, what if, what if the evil was coming from within? Yes. Isn't it interesting that both bad knees mm. and very often bad people refuse to bend? You know? That's true. Yeah. Like, like you know, you get your dictators mm. who only want to do thing, things one way. And a bad knee. A bad knee is, is, is very much the same. It's more of a flexibility issue. Mm. So do you think stretching would stop bad people? It's possible. Look, what I'm trying to do with this, yes. with this, uh, this angry trucks thing yeah. in Thomas the Tank Engine is uh, I'm trying to look at this idea that this, this is a show that is very much about morals and yes. trying to be on the right side of you know, politeness and history and good mm. manners and everything like that. But everybody is really mean about these trucks. And what's right in front of us is the fact that maybe the reason why these trucks are so mean is because they're so mistreated by these people who kind of seem to have a higher status, such as the, 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 these tank engines. They could also have um, that acquired brain injury that a lot of um, F- footballers, footballers have. Mm. I think that's interesting. And so built, built within this, this show that is working so hard to be, you know, so polite and so mm. good and good-natured and blah, 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 is actually real lessons in how 
the world doesn't even see how it makes the world a worse place through its mistreatment of people. Yeah. And the, the creation of hierarchies. A and, parallelogram specificity shunt. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think, um, well, there, well, then what about, because there was a big inquiry mm. into um, brain injury in the NFL, mm-hmm. right? I say we do a big inquiry into brain injury in um, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, uh, and I, I, well, I think even it's, it could even just be a sketch into the plight of these people who are, who are just dismissed as angry trucks. Yeah. Like, I mean, the brain injuries could be an aspect of it, but I think what we're looking at is a, is a mistreated people, a mistreated, sure. uh, you know, a subculture yeah. of people. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, are they right. called? They're called the, the angry trucks. They're not called angry trucks, but... Um, coal trucks or something, are they called? No, uh, there's like a name that basically says grumpy or angry or something like that that oh. kind of is associated with... Crotchety? Mm. Irritable? Can your crotch be crotchety? Does it come from crotch, crotch? I, I don't know about the, uh, the intersection between the crotch, crotchety, and crochet. I don't know, I don't know where, how they all uh, mm. overlap. The C-R-O-C-H or it's T-C-H? C-R-O-T-C-H. All of them? I think so. Yeah. It's got, it, it reeks of a, a Greek word somewhere in there, right? It reeks a Greek. It reeks a Greek. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the reek of Greek about it. It's got the Greek reek. Um, I'll take us through the sketch ideas. Yes. We got the, uh, you know, it's either a credit sequence for other things or if dining was more like cinema. The yes. The idea that, you know. Thank what if, you. What if other industries... Uh, you know, gave credit to everybody, but also what if you had hors d'oeuvres that were trailers for uh, other meals that you're not having? Yes. <laughs> uh, we got a jackass group, you know, uh, as they age, how how do they uh, transform as artists? Mm. You know, uh, you know, like what happens to them one, once they go through their their Christian phase, let's say, yeah. or, you know, or, or once they go electric. Well, they go back and they do reinterpretations of a lot of, I guess, Buster Keaton's Yeah, those kinds of ideas like or, you know, or just bum fights that they yeah. watched. Like if they had one stunt that they'd always been wanting to pull off themselves, almost like Peter Sellers with the movie Being There. Oh, right. And, um, you know, once they did it, actually it was incredibly beautiful. Yeah, right. I would like to see that. And then the other alternative to this sketch is just an extreme prank group, but it is Christian. So the way that they have like hard rock, Christian hard Mm. rock or something like that, uh, what would that look like? Then we have the uh, audit of jackass expenses. Uh, You know, this is a sort of a scenario in which uh, maybe the accountant is looking into the expenses and he's finding that, you know, there's actually kind of some laundering of money or some some pilfering of money. And it's like, well – uh, you know, in in the buying of let's say two thousand dildos for this kind of yeah like yeah they matador. aren't actually able to account for all of those dildos. Where are these dildos? Yeah, you know, it's essentially taken, but with <laughs> it's the movie taken, but with finances. Yeah, uh, yeah, for a, an extreme prank group such as Jackass and dildos. That that is a pitch. Yeah, if ever I heard one. We got time time machine to be. 
Uh, we, you take a time machine to be ahead of trends or in the zeitgeist. Yes. You know, there's other, other reasons to sort of take a time. Things that, then there's also things that people who live with uh, deep space astrom- astronomers would understand, you know, mm-hmm. things that only people with, who live with deep space mm. astronomers would understand. Mm. And then, of course, we have the... Uh, uh, what the, about another one? The things that only people who understand the English language, speak the English language would understand. Right, and it's just a series of basic phrases. Mm. Um, yeah. Have you seen my aunt? Uh, which way to the toilet? Um, how much does it cost for a bag of fresh meat? You know, those kinds of phrases. Yeah, so uh, poaching eggs can be tedious. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. That's a whole that's a whole YouTube channel. Do you write that one down as well? Yeah. I still don't get it. Andy, that's a clear idea. Yeah, great. It's a clear idea. It has a beginning and an end. <sighs> and and has endless you're a, variations. You're just a sucker for clarity. I think that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. And then also there's the inquiry into the mistreatment of angry trucks and uh, their, um, you know, the way that they've just been mischaracterizes angry when it's actually the, the societal pressure that's on them and the brain injuries that have been yeah. caused Thank by. you, Shane Trawartha. Thank you, Shane Trawartha. Um, we, uh, we loved having you listen to this episode. Oh, my God. This is probably my favorite episode that to have had you listen to. Yeah, even though... You guys listened have, really well. Yeah, even though it might not have been the, the best episode we've ever done, it no. was the best episode that you guys listened to. Yeah. I mean, that you guys were listening you to. You listened to it The so way that you listened to it was the best. It. Yes. You can find us on Twitter at 2 in Tank. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. I'm at Alistair TB. Thank you very much for Harry's razors for shavers for support. I've got to learn Thank out you. learn what they're called. Harry shavers yeah. for supporting the show today. Thank you so much. Harrys.com forward slash think tank. Thank you to Planet Broadcasting for having us part of your network. You're very patient with us. Thank you uh, to all of you who have reviewed us on iTunes and who will continue to review us on <laughs> iTunes if you want. <laughs> thank you to that. And uh, thank you to anybody who has been involved in the Patreon. $3 gets you a... You're wonderful. We've recorded the first of our bonus episodes for Patreon supporters. We're starting to do bonus episodes at some point. We're going to have a a uh, bonus episode tier. Yes, that's right. And a tier. And uh, we love love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 